Oh boy. Your mother is out chasing cats. She's back. So, did you get her? <laughs> what was that mummification thing all about just now? I'm a mummy. You have uh, two lipsticks up here with no lids. They're going to dry out, and then you're not going to be able to put them on. Lipsticks don't dry out. I don't know if I believe that. I have so many lipsticks that I've had for years. Here, here's an example. Oh, I've had. And you're leaving. To get what? A lipstick out of your... I've had this for four years without a lid. Huh. It's still totally fine. Lipsticks don't dry out. Lipsticks don't dry out would be a great name for a book. Really? A uh -huh. self-help book? Yeah, maybe a self-help book. What's the other one? You mean the other self-help book? Yeah, that, that we're making. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember what it's called. Something about eggs. Oh yeah, I don't remember though. Don't don't put the eggs at the bottom of the bag or something. Yeah. Something weird like that. Well, we're full of good book title ideas. Mm-hmm. And by we, I mean me. Hey, I say it, you say that it'll be a good name for a book. Yeah, but you. Yeah, I that's come like up with you're, these you're things. You're like you're you're like the water churning around, and I'm the chair that puts it together. Just because you're turning the water around. <laughs> did, did you just? Did, come yeah, on. I called it back. Come on. That's the way it rolls. I'm like the inspiration. I'm like you know like how people are like, this one thing happened. It changed my whole life. Yeah. It's that. That's you? Yeah. You're my muse? Yeah. So I wouldn't be creative if it wasn't for you? I mean, probably not. I wonder what I was doing for the first 35 years. Yeah, I was going to say, time. it's not like you were a comedian or anything. <laughs> who, does, who does creative and comedic things for a living? I couldn't, couldn't imagine mm. what was happening with me. I must have sucked. That must have been the deal. Yeah, it must have been really bad. Mm -hmm. It was bad. I think that was it. There are those that would agree. I don't think you are. I mean, I haven't heard any of your jokes. No. Actually, a few. The only one that I remember, though, is the, the voodoo doll and coffee one. That's one of my favorites. That's the only one that you I remember. You haven't heard any? You have heard. Like, You've probably heard some. several, but I don't remember them. You haven't heard my act, though. You haven't. Yeah, you should. You should, you should show me your whole together. act. Do you still remember it? Well, of course. You should. You should show me. Yeah. One of these days. I have to be a little older. I'm sorry. Is it PG-13? I'm 13. <laughs> Some of it's NC-17. Some. A couple of jokes here and there. It's one of those things where I started out when I first started writing and doing comedy, it was all completely clean. I never used any errant language at all. And then... 
it got to the point where there were some jokes that because of the way people talk just in the everyday life the joke didn't work unless i used a certain kind of word and i had to give it a lot of thought about whether i keep the joke or whether i alter who i was as a comic And it took me a while. I mean, I tried. I, I tried doing some of those jokes with like the clean version of the word that I wanted to use. A word that kind of meant something similar. But, you know, like it like like saying, oh, crud. You know, which is like a kid friendly thing, which is. You know, what a parent would say, that S-H-I-T word. And it just wasn't the same. The joke didn't have the same punch. So it became necessary for me to NC-17 some things. And not a lot. I don't use the words as the punchline. You know, like sometimes if you're watching some comics, especially back in the deaf comedy jam days. The punchline was the swear word. Which you you probably haven't seen a whole lot of deaf comedy stuff. Back in the 80s, 90s, there was this sort of urban deaf comedy thing that went around that was just loud and brash and vulgar. It was very wildly popular, but, you know, wasn't smart. So, I much prefer smart. Yeah. So. You did something really cool today. I mean, Kendra. What was that? There was, like, this room, and it has... A, like a sandbox, basically. Not like a big sandbox, like probably as wide as my bed. Uh huh. And like to here. And then it's like that deep. Mm hmm. And it's filled with this really soft, like not like beach sand, like the nice soft sand. Yeah. Like the crystally sand, too, in there. And there's like this thing that you open up, it has all these like different figurines and stuff in it. Like of people and like houses and all animals and all these things. And that, like tiny foods and stuff. Food? Food. Like tiny fake food. Oh yeah. my gosh. Spotty's got your hair dye. Spotty's got some memories on him. <laughs> Spotty's been here through it all. Yeah, like tiny, tiny play food. And you can just like mess around with it. It's it's a thing that they do. So what was the point? What did did she give you any instruction? She said that I could either just mess around with it, or I could make it have, like, meaning. What did you choose? Uh, I messed around with one of them. I made one of them have meaning. Nice. Then, did she ask you to explain the meaning? Yeah. Nice. That's interesting. It was cool. I liked it. Good. Good, good, good. It was a fun time. So it wasn't like moon sand? No. It was like sand sand. Nice. 
I like this book. That's where, plus there was like books everywhere. Like the, because the walls were basically just like shelves with a bunch of different books on them. They were uh -huh. filled up. And I found that to be kind of comforting. Hmm, imagine that. What? Well, you've always been kind of a bookworm. Yeah. You used to come in here when you were younger. Because we wouldn't have heard from you for like two hours. And we would come in here and you'd be just sitting on your bed and you'd have every book you owned surrounded you on your bed. And you would have been just reading book after book after book to yourself. It was awesome. You got to be such a voracious reader. You were weird like that. We didn't have... I don't mean weird bad. I mean weird good. Like, we, yeah, you were, you were we weird. Didn't, we didn't have the experience of... Um, of teaching you things. Like, you went from not reading to reading. And it seemed like it, it happened overnight. Like I used to read to you lots. I used to read like the ABC books. And, and one day you just started reading it. Really? Yeah. Like just suddenly? Just out of the blue. Like it's, all of a sudden like, I book. was reading and like I turned the page and then I got distracted. And I was doing something over there and you just started reading. And I thought, well, she's heard the book, you know, a hundred times. She just knows it by heart, you know, she's memorized it. So then I started testing, like moving different pages i'd skip a page i'd go a b c d f and you could just read whatever was on the page and then i just started flipping a random page and say what's that word what's that word and there was never any sounding out with you you never went through that phase where you had to go f Even bigger words, like once you got a grasp of how to read, even bigger words, there was never any sounding out that happened. It was the same thing with math, with you. So, math you just got. You would do things in your head, and it, you, you would get confused by questions like, well, how did you come to that answer? Because you didn't know. Because there was no process of, of steps with math. You just did it in your head, and it happened very quickly. And so you kind of got flummoxed by that question. Well, how, do you, how did you know that? How do you know that's the right answer? Six times seven, and you couldn't put into words how you got to six times seven in your head. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So, that's why I push you for math stuff, because there's no reason that you... 
there's no reason that you shouldn't do really well in math. Math is it. One of your gifts. Not a gift that I'd like to see wrapped and put under the tree around Christmas time, but one of your gifts. Paper, take your glasses off. You gotta prepare for a good night's sleep, a good day tomorrow, not gotta have a good day at work. Take your advice back. Make sure you have a great day today. You must have a great day tomorrow. Amen. Mm -hmm. I got into work this morning. They wanted me to bring my sexy voice back. What? Because yesterday it was all froggy. I had a really low voice when I was talking. Can't, can't do it anymore. <laughs> so John said, uh-uh, uh-uh, that's not working for me. I need your sexy voice back. I love you. Love you. Putting your glasses over here. Sleep well, my love. I bet you will. You seem like you're tired. Yeah? Alright, good night.